And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. It's me, the uh, first voice of the podcast, Andrew. And with me today is the second voice of the podcast, Robert. And, and Max is gone forever. Yep. Good riddance. Finally got canceled. Mm-hmm. All those problematic things he's been posting online and those message boards caught up to him. Yep. All those pro-Bernie... <laughs> pro-Bernie. <laughs> opinions that have been so problematic for years have finally caught up mm-hmm. to him. Uh, Max is uh, in Utah? We shouldn't say. Oh, well, yeah, we don't want people to track him down. Uh, Max is in an undisclosed mm-hmm. location. That's true. Uh, somewhere in the South Pacific. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here to replace him forever, mm-hmm. over one episode, is our friend... Colin. Colin. Hey, hey I've name. heard of a Colin show, but this? This is an all episode Colin show. <laughs> Callers? As the third voice. Um, Colin, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. How That's are you? Nice. I'm doing very well. Oh, this is already so much better than Max's just fucking drivel. Ugh, thank God. Thank, thank God, God you're here. Thank God, yeah. Whew. I'm doing pretty good. I uh, went to work and uh, to cut a bus. That's that's how he he does it. He, he explains every single. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. It's what just... I ate for breakfast this morning was a complete breakfast. I had cereal, toast, uh, egg waffles, a, a, a glass waffle. of milk, and a yeah. glass of orange juice. Apparently, part of a balanced breakfast. So yeah. I had the whole thing, and uh, that's that's been my day. How about you guys? Fuck you, Max. You're gone forever. This is perfect. This is exactly. But so yeah, the point is, you're here now, and everything's going to be fine. Everything's fine. I am here. Now. Um. Well, welcome to the show. We thank you. Sometimes talk about. TV shows and movies, but yes. uh, the rest of the time we're so kind of talking. We're doing impressions of the host that isn't here. <laughs> otherwise, well, you you make it feel like he is here. Oh, interesting! Wow, hmm. spirit of he takes over my body. <laughs> Please, no. Well, it kind of did for a little bit. Yeah. Huh. All right, let's try not to make um, Star Wars jokes. Um, you yeah, could talk about how much nothing that would offend Max. Yeah, that can't be like anything counter. To yeah, his, don't. Uh, pr- yeah, don't say the Last Jedi is good. Yeah. Please. Um, well, Whatever well, that. Don't worry. I'm yeah, not. there was a. Oh fuck! I can't remember it now. Anyways, let's go talk about some of those. Dang. Hey, 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 hey. Ooh, 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 ooh. Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. <laughs> Something breakfast. Movies we've seen. Some movies we've seen. Hey. Robert, I, whenever I look over your phone when we've done it, when we start this, I feel like there's like a Wikipedia entry of things that you've seen. It's just the list going back like pretty far. Oh, now. it's an, I, I thought like as a new list every time. I didn't realize this was like up, you updated the list. Well, it's, I think the last time I got, I uh, updated my phone, I think I lost, unfortunately, like probably like most of last year and before, which is a bummer, but I try to put everything as I watch it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this isn't... Uh, is this the is this the movie I've seen? Because I didn't see all of it. We watched uh, Jamie and I the Rescuers, the original Down the Under. Rescuers. No, not Down Under yet, my boy. Ah, they start up top. <laughs> um, the first scene in the Rescuers is as someone said this online too. Was like it's the United Nations, and it, this is an animated Disney movie, The Rescuers. I, yes, I remember. And uh, they the all the. Uh, you know, people are going into the United Nations, and then from their suitcases, different mice dressed like the 
them from the countries uh, come out and then have their own United Nations like underneath the floorboards. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. Yeah, um, and all the dudes are horny for the girl mouse from like Hungary. Yes. Oh my God. Um, and I want to say, oh boy, can't think of the name of the male lead. Uh, not Dick Van Dyke. Um, he's like the boring one that Krusty doesn't like. It's trying to shake in The Simpsons. I think, ah, uh, dang it. I can't think of what his name. He's like, <laughs> oh my God, it's going to drive me crazy. I know the scene you're talking about yeah, you know too, and talking I can't. About? You should know. You've got like Simpson periodicals right behind your head. Um, at any rate, we didn't finish the film, so I can't speak to the whole thing. And I, I remember more fondly the um, second one, so I kind of want to dive back in. But it was kind of a, it was a very cool era. Like the animation is very nice. Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Thank you. I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of that the right scene. Yeah. Was it Krusty or was it Homer? He was kind of um, like he couldn't shake. The him. only the only Bob Newhart scene I can remember from The Simpsons is when he gets like pulled into Krusty's funeral. That's what I think. I'm, I'm and, thinking. Uh, so of, so maybe. I think it's. A, I think you're thinking. Of, I know there is a scene with like a He's comedian, like a but like a very dry anecdote. Yeah. He but like, he doesn't even know who Krusty is. He's just like he happens to be at the. He's like, at the for cemetery. Yeah. He's like. Hey, do you want to speak up here? He's like, oh, I didn't really know Krusty. Bob Newhart, everybody. And he's just like, Krusty <laughs> uh, was a comedian, and uh, you know, uh, comedians uh, provide laughter, and uh, <laughs> he'll be missed. <laughs> um, a roundabout way of saying that I didn't see his entire performance, but Mr. Newhart, I salute to you. <laughs> um, that's, I think that's all. I have another one, but it's kind of more of a, more of a TV. Huh. So. What about you? Movies. What have you seen movies wise? Um, so I just recently watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time. Wow. wow. A horror and classic. A horror classic. But what did and you think of the... Well, it, um, I was actually disturbed by it because it was a disturbing film. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those movies that's like, it's not a monster as much as it's just like a fucked up person. Yeah. Yeah. Or people. Yeah. yeah. Um, that family. Uh, I don't know. Like if I... Should avoid spoilers. It is a very <laughs> old movie. It's been retread. Yeah. Um, we would, uh, but, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, uh, yeah, I was just, it was kind of shot um, in a way that it felt believable. The characters seemed like they were, they reacted like people would. And yeah. so that kind of made it feel more real. It's a lot of daylight early, too. It's, yeah. it's not like a creepy drippy you know they only come cavern. out at night yeah it's yeah. like it's just they're out kind of out in the middle of nowhere though yeah, so yeah. It's, and um i it was just it was eerie and and the the people the the crazy people uh-huh. the, film, <laughs> the crazy um um hermits who um kill and who massacre people with chainsaws yeah. massacre in texas chains- well, not just t- chainsaws they're creative you know yeah yeah it's mostly chainsaws <laughs> uh, sure. don't just call us chainsaw killers yeah that's where that, that that's why it's not based on true story we actually use more than chainsaws yeah. i invented different kinds of saw you never seen <laughs> i don't know what uh this is more southern this is like a yeah. panhandle well, kind of I don't know. It was. It's Texas. Sure. That's that's the. Song. I'm just not standing by my, uh, my You're, impression. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in a little while. Yeah. Um, but I do remember being quite creeped out by it. It's I, one of those things that yeah. w- was it built up for you? Did you have like? Were you like, oh, this is supposed to be like a big movie? Um, you know? No. So I didn't know what to expect. Mm. I, I thought it was going to be just kind of a generic slasher that yeah. people just. Um, it was just renowned for its violence, but mm. it was like genuinely disturbing. I actually yeah. had to watch it in two sittings because it was I just don't blame like, you. I just got, it was too much of just like, 
Do you ever think? What, what could you pull up? What year? Kind of when did that come out? I, I almost want to say seventy-seven. I thought it was that's so funny. I was thinking that too. That's so. It's probably funny. a little bit early. Maybe it was earlier. I think I think I remember it's seventy-four. Um, but um, yeah, I just uh, I I was surprised by how like just like revolting it was. Seventy-four. The, seventy-four. Especially like the last act. Mm. Um, and just the it was it just like the way that they portrayed the crazy people, the, the crazy massacres. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it just, they came off as being so nuts and mm-hmm. it was really just like, it made you feel like other people had just been surreal. in those positions and you were just like, crap, we're yeah. just watching another one go through. Well, yeah. Their whole house is decorated. Yeah. With their it's just like, like, this is what happens every piece all the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was maybe a, not a every Halloween rewatch for you. Not so much. <laughs> it was one of the, but I guess the takeaway is that it's like it's the kind of movie that sticks with me. I think like yeah. it's hard. It's hard to not remember like everything. Think of film. the influence in '74 too. Like yeah, that would have been the theaters yeah, would have been insane. Like people would yeah. have been freaking. Well, out. I think it's probably one of those movies that like it depicts such like atrocities in a way that like. I wonder if people saw it and thought it was like a snuff film. You know, in the same way that people saw Cannibal Holocaust and were just like, oh, this... That was like, and that was specifically touted to be real, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's very like visceral. It comes across that way. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, it was, um, it was gross. (laughs) It was really gross. I agree. But, uh, it, it was, um, also, um, well done, so hats off to it hey hey all of us take off our hats take off our to mr um, mr chain summon yeah face masks yeah. our human our leather faced yeah leather face masks. yeah we tip our leather faces to you <laughs> ow um have you seen anything or did you see you didn't see any movies nah not nah, movies nah was that the only movie you'd seen colin oh um let's see i saw a another film oh called what was it called um um the rescuers down under <laughs> again I, part two are back i can't remember it was like mockingbird or something mm. or not mock, mockingbird um i i can't remember catching okay fi- catching fire uh mocking jay no, uh, no no but anyways it was an australian film um oh that was set in like the 1820s or something during the british col- colonialization huh. and this was also another gross disturbing movie that damn had, that was really intense and <laughs> you're like you know what i just saw Gene monster i'm just need to like settle down with this mockingbird and just yeah. i think you might that sounds familiar i feel like it, it might was, be mockingbird or mocking some australian bird it was yeah. some kind of something bird hmm. and uh, it was it was good but it was one of those movies where it's like you only see it once you yes. really only need to see it once uh-huh. it's just like it's trying to capture just the pure like horror and cruelty sure of, like the the um colonization of australia and the atrocities done by um the good old british good old british that's the one you pop on for when the family's around yeah the that's a new thanksgiving classic <laughs> <laughs> um turkey's in the oven we're watching uh, yeah watching uh, colin's bird movie we're humanity. watching uh, unnamed colonialization movie yeah um Damn. Well, it sounds heavy, but if you ever remember the name, I would love to know what it is, yeah. so I can. Uh, <laughs> I will. Ne- I will never remember. Oh, all right. Well, I will never remember. And no one can figure it out. No. no. All right. Should we get to some of these beady 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 TV shows we've seen? 
we've seen. Oh, yeah. What about some of these TVs, Rob? Hmm. I saw oh, one particular TV show that we'll talk about. Does this, we, we, we talk about this all the time. This counts like a show. It's like a series what you, show. What? The Mandalorian and all these other things that are like episodic. Yeah, show. that's a TV show. I know. You yeah, watch it I'm on a TV. Sure it's a TV show. You can watch it on a computer. What are though. you? What? What's the? It's just annoying because it's like, it's movie like to me, <laughs> and like it becomes so long and and one cohesive thing. I don't like. So you don't like that it's not episodic and like the Mandalorian's not like. I'm just glad I went down this road and I just need to talk <laughs> I about. Think, I don't think you need um, to explain that. The Mandalorian yeah, works at a paper office in Scranton. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, well, I did want to mention the. Uh, one series I watched on on Disney Plus is uh, the Imagineering story. Okay, and um, it is kind of like hour long or so, like kind of episodes about kind of the early days of Walt Disney's kind of career and Walt Disneyland, and then kind of moving into by the second and third episode. Well, I haven't seen the the third one yet. The uh, creation of like the Florida project, like Epcot and the uh, movie, the Florida project. And yeah, they were like, get this draft started now, but wait on it. Um, wait till Willem Dafoe's a little older. (laughs) And, um, and basically like Walt's idea of having like a self-sustaining, excuse me, Mr. Disney, Mr. Disney, Walter, (laughs) Walter. Um, and it's, yeah, it's all been very interesting. There's obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's created by Disney for Disney fans. So it's like Walt grew tired of the labor unions. So he decided to do his own. Th- it's like, okay. So he was quashing, you know, like that's a funny way of just being like, whoop, he didn't, you know, he hated unionization. It's an unbiased and, story. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's not like I can't see past that, but it's easy. I would be easy for folks to just be completely enamored and be like, he'd never had a, angry bone in his body right i'm sure he was you know i've heard tons of stories um but all the same it's something that interests me in particular is the process of creating attractions and things like that 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 defy a a convention already because it's not like it's not like you're designing another roller coaster and you obsessively just have a track and and you just kind of figure out the geometry it's more like the spectacle, the scale, like it's, it's just like, it's a lot of different elements and so many different people that they just like set to tasks and they would be making robots in one part of the city. And this other part of the city would be building everything at the same time. And it felt like the paint was still like drying when they were putting it all together. So it's like kind of incredible. Like some of them are like, I don't know how we made it like work. Like, I don't know how we, we created all that. Um, so yeah, it was like really, really cool. I definitely, uh, recommend, uh, checking that out, especially if, if you're on the app now and, to have some free time. Yeah. I am on the app. Well, we know you guys are, but <laughs> what about you? Have you seen any TV? Yeah, I've seen some uh, really good shows lately. I There's a show on, I think it's Prime, Undone. Have you heard of that? Undone. I've seen the little box for it, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> it's good. It, it, How was the little box? How was the... <laughs> uh, sort of enthralling. Didn't uh, grab me enough to click it, so... Mm. Five out of ten for the box. Yeah, that it's um about ah oh gosh the the actress's name uh she was she starred in um Battle Angel Alita. Oh, uh, so oh. but uh something Salazar Rose Salazar, Rose Salazar yeah yeah something Salazar yeah 
and uh, she's good in it. Um, it has Bob Odenkirk and a couple other people. Is that the one that's like kind of like it's rotoscope animation? Yeah, and, yes. And um, and it's well done. Like I enjoyed the animation, hmm. and it didn't just rely on like fantastical elements. Sure. To like look aesthetically pleasing, pleasing is just well directed, and it's just like it's it's like um. It's kind of like a time travel fantasy story mm. about um, uh, family mm-hmm. issues and and that kind of a thing, but it was um, very grounded and down to earth. Unlike what I was really, I was expecting something to be kind of it kind to feel like kind of like out of touch and like with aloof characters mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Just because the <laughs> the visuals kind of like are surreal and would kind of make me think that it was half baked. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, <laughs> but um, it wasn't. It was it was really um, well made and well crafted, and apparently there's going to be a season two. Huh? Oh, cool! Yeah, that's awesome. So the show itself was not undone. <sighs> um, it was not, Andrew. Yeah, thank Re- you for redone. letting me make my point. Um, um, have you seen any other TV guys? I we you showed me a really cool episode of a show um, of that BoJack Horseman. Oh yeah, yeah. You showed me an episode which I have not really watched. It, I've seen like the first season or so, I think, but I haven't like gone gone through and watched all of the show. But you showed me basically a bottle episode where you said it's the first time in the show where they go like underwater. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the town is, but like it's called, um, I think, Pacific Ocean City. Yeah, that might be it. It's just like a giant city with like fish people and shark people and pufferfish people. And like up until this point, I think it had been mostly land creatures and stuff in the show. And he has a helmet on so he can breathe with like a little air compressor, but you don't hear his voice the whole episode because he's not able to talk outside of it. And he can't understand anyone else because they're kind of speaking in a different language. So it's very much like a kind of like a silent scene kind of an episode. Where he sort just, of like a Mandalorian talking to a bunch of Jawas. Hmm. Huh. I wonder what came up first. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> the, oh, I'm seeing it all now. Um, no, it was a really cool uh, episode. And. I know probably not indicative of the entire show, but uh, I I liked that you showed me that, and I thought it was a yeah. Well, cool. I, I I love yeah. silent scenes. I like when they, I like when in movies or if a whole movie or or short gets everything across sort of visually is very cool yeah. to me. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a big fan of visual visual storytelling. Yeah, it and wasn't it wasn't a complete silent scene, but I love yeah. yeah yeah. But um, yes, I've been watching that show. Uh-huh. I, I didn't watch the show as it aired, but I. I watched. I started watching the first couple seasons, and then I kind of like took a break. It mm. kind of got slow, and then around the third season, it really started. Is this Bojack Horseman? Bojack. Okay. Horseman. Is it over? Yes. Or is it ending? I think it's ending, mm. or maybe there's like the sixth season is out or something. Yeah, mm. something because like it's a Netflix that. show, right? I think so. So yeah. it, if it if this is the last season, then it would have aired, and it would be the last season. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, I'm enjoying it. It's really, it's just a, a ludicrous show. It's kind of like towing that line between, like, really heavy existential drama and, uh-huh. and um, just life as a disaster. Is Rose and, Salazar do a voice in BoJack Horseman? It seems like she's never in something where she's not, like, animated or altered in some way. <laughs> like Alita or the other, like, she always has to have, um, like, a uh, prosthetic. I or I don't know. Um, but there's Would a lot of good voice actors in BoJack Horseman. Oh, uh, yeah. I would. Um, I love that. Uh, I love Amy Sedaris's, um cat, mm-hmm. cat character. Okay. Paul F. is on there as a Labrador, I think. Gold, or Golden Retriever. I haven't Golden seen Retriever. it. Mr. Haven't Peanut seen it? Butter. Yes. Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> 
It's pretty good. But yes, it's it's a delightful show and it's it's but I was gonna say it's just talking about line between like very serious and like incredibly stupid. Mm. So it's like the contrast it some sometimes it doesn't work, but it, it generally it does. It, hmm. it makes me laugh. So get back into it. Yeah. Anything for you, Andrew? Well, I was gonna say I have seen Rose Salazar without prosthetics <gasps> or animation in Parenthood. She oh. was the mother of a son or a child that one of the parents were trying to adopt so i've seen her in without wow. makeup with all that with all that uh, alita junk on she had her. no makeup at all on she had no uh, yeah i got you hashtag no makeup <laughs> woke up this way um what tv shows have i seen oh i saw so nailed it came back hey nailed it holiday yes came back and the first episode has jason manzoukas back as a guest mm. or as a guest judge mm-hmm. and we just watched episode three which has paul Shear as a contestant, contestant yes just very funny because yeah. he um he got yeah. offered to get a judge role he was like and he was like i want to be a contestant and so that was very pretty uh pretty brave of him to do because it'd be really funny if, like he was a great baker and won <laughs> masterfully and got like a big cash prize We're like <laughs> yes yeah, yes yeah i ruined it for you normies yeah but it was very fun. Uh, nailed it. If for those of us, Netflix cooking show where mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> average amateur bakers try and recreate these like really elaborate desserts yeah. and, and desserts. Yeah. And they fail horribly. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's most, basically most very fun. Yeah. Very fun. So that's that does sound very entertaining. Yeah. It's really, really good. So watch that. And then uh, my wife and I also got a Disney Plus login. So we, <laughs> what a weird way of saying it. Yeah, we like, have Disney Plus. Uh, we um, gained access to it. Yeah, we have Disney Plus. <laughs> um, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, but we. And uh, what's this blinking black box here that says it's got uh, the mouse? The mouse here's X'd out on it. Uh, world. Uh, oh my god. Oh god. Uh, okay. Are you okay? Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can cut. We can cut this. No. Uh, we watched Encore. <laughs> Encore. Yeah. It's a. Um, what that. It's a reality show on Disney Plus where, uh, like, people who did musicals, um, they get, like, the whole cast back from, like, a high school musical, mm. um, like, when they're much, like, adults. So, like, sure. they did one from, like, a 1996 musical, and they brought them all back, and they all got to, like, catch up. And oh, cool. They had to, like, recreate the musical that they did in high school in, like, five oh, days. So, God. varying degrees of success, but... Are, like... Because how do you guarantee that the people that are coming back, are they still in the industry? Are they still, like, able to... One person was, like, a aspiring Broadway actress, and the others were like, I'm a police officer. I'm a full-time mom. You know, yeah. sort of like... I'm not taking my gun off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all under arrest. <laughs> the school didn't give you permission to come back in yeah. here. If this play isn't perfect, you're all under... <laughs> you're going to jail. <laughs> so, pretty cute. Uh, very a fun, fun It was a... Yeah, uh... EP by uh, Kristen Bell, so she shows up towards the end of the episode, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. Cool. Sounds good. And that's all I've seen, so let's move on to the main one. I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah, where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda, S-O-D-A soda. I was hoping it was going to get to the the uh, can... chorus uh, earlier, and I was going to say, the part where he goes, Y-O-D-A, Yoda, I was going to say, B-A-B-Y, Yoda. Oh. It's still good. Thank you. Um, the Mandalorian is what we saw. 
Yeah, and I think we're confident yes. just mentioning uh, Baby Yoda because, well, it was practically out there. It's the, like the yeah se- first second that the episode aired. Yeah, so we watched the first three episodes of The Mandalorian yes. on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, and uh, yeah, the official uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Disney Plus, <laughs> yes. Like Disney. It. it was. It's like Disney A plus Disney. So maybe you should. Uh, you know, you could hand us a little. Uh, I don't know. Robert, why don't you lead the review? I'm, Are you I'm right? having a hard time talking. Yeah, yeah I uh, have a cough that will never, okay. never go away. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Um, yes, The Mandalorian. This was John Favreau's foray into the Star Wars uh, kind of universe. Uh, well, other than doing a voice. Other than doing a voice. Um, but it is an episodic. I don't know if it's planned to be eight or ten episodes. I think eight. And um, I think different directors on all the episodes, I believe. And it's just following a Mandalorian. And interesting for me is the time period it's set, which is after... Five years after Jedi? Yeah, about, about there where the Empire has dissolved. It's sort of, it's sort of lawless. There's a, they allude to the New Republic, but the point being that like they haven't... There's still plenty of pockets of the universe that aren't being governed, right. especially not in the way the Empire was doing. So. And they, they still have like stormtroopers who are like, wandering around as like it's like pseudo henchmen almost kind of yes they're almost like for hire thugs i loved by the way they they pop up a couple times at all in i think most of the two of the episodes but just like the red kind of rust beaten stormtroopers mm-hmm. that just look just janky it looks creepy who who knows if they were originally stormtroopers they might just be wearing the armor people who like yeah yeah it's just creepy it's it's uh i i like that element of it um so yeah we're just following a bounty hunter and seeing what he does but Nameless so far, Mandalorian. Yes, the Mandalorian. And part of that might have to do with the fact that he's a foundling, which they allude to him being someone that was maybe brought into the Mandalorian culture, wasn't initially uh, a Mandalorian by birth. But um, the interesting thing to me, and we'll talk about we talk about all the episodes, but like I didn't assume it would be going to the direction where... I guess you do see kind of like an extended bounty, and then he kind of makes a, a decision that... It's sort of against the bounty code, but we can kind of talk about what was your, because you watched it pretty recently, probably the most fresh yeah. in your mind. You watched the first uh, episode most recently, and that's, um, I like that one because I like the uh, the starting a lot. Uh, another ice planet. Was it Hoth? <laughs> Who knows? Um, well, there's only three environments in Star Wars. There's desert. desert. That's not true. Ice, there's like a mushroom ice, planet. There's like a. <laughs> well, I guess a, there's city. There's city. The whole city is a planet. Then is there's a city. There's sand city. There yeah. is snow city. You got to give it up. They really do have a pretty wide array of environments. You've got different things. There's a snow planet in the uh, new I, one, I think, I but it's can't. on a mountain. Oh, so I apologize. So Andrew, that's you know what I'm talking I'm sorry, about. I'm sorry. Like, um, maybe a dozen. But I did like this one was a flat little hovels, almost not not unlike Tatooine. Up, oh, see, it's just an ice Tatooine, <laughs> but they are on like an ice field. So these or they or they're close enough to it that when they go to leave, they get attacked. He's there to get a bounty. I liked all the. Um, I think you said maybe that, or someone said that the. Uh, one of the one of the aliens, I think, was CG. I think his face was CG. I, yes, I think the, the ten- tentacle. Tentacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that gets um has a bad day. He has a bad yeah. day. Yeah, gets, uh, cut in half. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that was great. I love I love that that little sequence. And then he takes Horatio Sands in in a blue fishman makeup onto his ship, and um, people were like all in a fervor online that he used uh, carbonite to freeze him. What's the problem? 
I thought the problem was like, oh, what? It's just like, you just like, everyone just freezes a carbonite. It's like, I feel like in Empire, they were trying it out. Remember? He was like, right. he and, survived. And then you Return of the, the Jedi film. is what? Three years after Empire? Yeah, I think at least. And so like, and then so this at some is point, five the years. the criminal like, underworld would probably be like, oh, fuck, you can yeah, just like a freeze full, these like dumb Like a full dumbs? almost decade after. I don't know. It you didn't know, like, seem, I thought that's what the argument <clears> was. And for me, it just seemed like. Maybe you can think it's hacky that like anyone can just carbon free. It's just a thing that happens now. Just everyone, there's a, everyone has carbon frozen people everywhere. But that's I just took it as like if you're want to save space and not have someone running around your ship screwing around, like you freeze them, you deliver them alive. Boom. It's the way perfect. I mean, the way that like technology works now, like on our planet. Yeah. You know, like you like somebody makes a technological advancement about a cell a cell phone. Yeah. It's copied within like a year, let alone like almost a decade. So like, and you can you can argue that like there's enough backwater planets and things like that that stuff wouldn't have like caught up. But like, yeah, I don't know. It was just it was just odd. But um, yeah. At any rate, you he turns the bounty in, and he's like just wants to take all of the bounties, and he basically gets explained to by his kind of his boss that like you have to Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers, you have to dole them out, and he had one that was off the books. And didn't have the little like chit or the thing that you need to scan, and he goes and visits them. Of course, the and you'll Jab- get paid in Empire bucks. Yes, Empire bucks. The little Jabba eyeball comes out. I always love seeing that little like oh, oh yeah. yeah, the little thing Whatever coming out. And then um, uh, Gonk Droid. They're hitting all the hitting all those all marks. the classics, all the classics. Yep. And then my my rusty boys, my little storm the stormtroopers that I love, <laughs> the rusty boys, yeah. um, and um, meets Werner Herzog. What did you think of uh, of Werner in this one? He's very Vernery. I think like until the third episode, which we're kind of jumping around a little sure, bit, but sure. like until the third episode, like in the first episode, he's just sort of like, I, I want you to get me. You know, he's like, he's just very like, he's understated. And like, it wasn't until like I the he third. I was seething a little. He, there was a, a meanness to him. I didn't kind of get, I didn't quite hmm. get that in the first one. I got that in the third one hmm. when he comes back. I like with he's the, got a big gold imperial symbol. I don't know if he's like an old in- imperial pimp or something. I don't know what he was all about, well, but he is now. Or like he used to be like a governor of some place and now he's just right. kind of holding on barely. Well, and like the stormtroopers are like his henchmen in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm but sorry, you're you're saying by the third one he you're more I thought he was sufficiently yeah, yeah, pretty menacing in the third one, but in the first one it was You're right. I'm thinking about it and yeah. I yeah, think like course. I mean, they, you know, you don't want to have him like maniacally laugh on camera right away and sort of like, you know, like when he, when they do kind of shift him a little bit is right when also the Mandalorian starts to develop like a little bit of, you know, the, the paternal instinct towards mm, the child, the, the child, um, those things kind of coincide. So you don't want to like introduce that, like, no, of course not. You know, like you kind of want to trust him right away yeah. so that when they do decide to like turn it up on yeah. him that you're like, oh God, what a jerk. Yeah. Instead was, of like, I don't like him to begin with. Sure. Well, he, he was still very, it was all very hush-hush. It was like, I can only give you half right now. Yeah. And then like, you find out later, like he's not the only bounty hunter that he gave this transponder to that you can find the bounty with. He said, all he told him is that we know the last known location and they're 50 years old. Go get him. Yeah. Um, so they, they do get over to this. I couldn't figure out where I mean, it maybe doesn't matter. Like, what planet are they on? Like, is right, this... They don't name... It doesn't seem like... I don't think they've they shown Chirons the of, like, any of the planets. Maybe just so that, that later they can go back in the <laughs> canon and be like, oh, it's this planet. Mm. 
know what I mean? Like oh, they could yeah. write a comic about the bar that the Mandalorian walked into, and it'll be about the guy that like just didn't get his ass kicked. It'll sure. Be like, oh my god, I saw that happen. Um, but uh, he gets to. I think I'm in the right spot. The little town and the IG-11 shows up, right? Mm-hmm. Taika Waititi. Yes, Taika Waititi. And I loved the way this dude moved and, like, shot. And, like, I thought it was really cool to finally see something that's been shown as a bounty hunter since Empire, but you never got to know. Like, see it in action? Outside of some games and stuff. Like, yeah. how he really, how menacing. And, like, it was cool. I really liked the way they did it. I didn't. I also liked was... the personality of the droid, and mm-hmm. like I, you know, like the sort of like running gag of like I'm going to self destruct, and like no, like let's fight our way out of this. And it's just like his instinct is always to like, here. yeah, I'm just going to blow myself and, up. And, and and as Jamie pointed out, like the fact that it's a bounty hunter droid, so like you can negotiate, and also like he was like, hey, I also have the chit, so like we should just work together. He's like, okay, yes, yeah. It's like, oh, interesting. It's not like no kill, destroy. It's yeah. like. Oh, I, I bounty hunt, so I kind of do bounty hunter things. Like, I, I like that about that. Not that right. droids don't have plenty of personality in Star Wars, but we just haven't seen... It was cool to finally see, like, oh, the bounty hunter droid. Okay, here we go. This is... Right. I like seeing how he operates. Well, yeah. in the original trilogy, there aren't... Uh, there's only a handful of droids that really kind of express personality. Yeah. Aside from R2 and C-3PO. And yeah. so, in the you know more recent movies we talk about those the waitress bot from dexter De- dexter Dexter's has a uh, personality she's like uh, well, a 50s yes. okay. uh, waitress yes uh, <laughs> yeah if you count anything that happens in the prequels then sure yes yeah um, it's all out the window at that um point. i mean like we've got the pit droids spades with all of the um droid army and oh yes yeah droids. every battle droid has like a They're unique so, personality yeah. <laughs> so they make jokes Roger, Roger. Yeah, remember, remember he's like, but the prison's that way. He's like, I, er, uh, you're under arrest. And like, they stall for a yeah. second. It's like, weird. Why would you program that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're programmed to not be all that bright. Just to be like perfect infantry, but then like, the Bumbling buffoons, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, at any rate, this this was a breath of fresh air. There's been, I, I, th- I think Disney personally has been, had some cool droids in their run Absolutely. of stuff so far. Um so loved IG eleven and they they make it narrowly out of the firefight and they find the bounty, which is B A B Y Yoda. It's what the internet has dubbed it, even though we know and this is a, something I've championed for we years. We don't know what the Yoda race is called. So everyone just calls it baby Yoda, even well, though Well until they tell us what it is. Yeah, well what we don't or we just don't know. We'll that would probably whatever the fuck. George, we George want. Lucas is like, well, you know, the name exists, but um you just have to, if you just know it, then you know it. You'll just have to come up with the combination of letters and uh, and participate in a race featuring every <laughs> 80s, 90s, and 2000s vehicle. Uh, it's a unique journey. Uh, yeah, send me all your letters to 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 my house, and uh, I'll tell you when you're right. You'll experience the shining, and uh, ready player one, indeed. Here's the challenge. Um, Love that first episode. I thought it was like a perfect kind of intro to to him and yeah we the last thing he does is the, IG- bounty, the bounty droid was said he was supposed to kill it and retrieve the specimen yeah so he kills the bounty hunter yep. my god my god and Rest then peace so little short. cute moment where baby yoda starts like reaches finger up at the mandalorian he like starts to and then he reaches back the a little bit and crushes the mandalorian's yeah. finger into a pulp <laughs> you just hear a palpitating. <laughs> um well so yeah, we're we're starting to kind of get 
a little bit of a inkling as to the character of the the Mandalorian. That he's like, there's a little more to him than just like cold-blooded killer. Which he is, very right. much so. And he right. establishes, uh, Werner says like, there's a scientist in the room and he's kind of like, you bring it, we said you could bring it back alive. And he's like, yes, well, I'm just being, he just kind of says like, well, we understand that you might have to, you know, might have to kill it. And uh-huh. then just bring it, and then bring it back. But he's just sort of like determined to like, if you can't get it here alive, just get it. Like it doesn't matter, and the scientist doesn't want that. So there's that little twinge. I think he was also expecting fifty year old whatever, and like a dude. Maybe thus far he's never had this this kind of bounty. But um, well, and also like there's a there's a point where he says to IG Eleven like he said fifty years old, and then IG Eleven's like, well, they age. They, we don't times. know how old yeah. like this a this race ages. Maybe well, fifty years old is yeah it? years old. You look, and he yeah. tries to do. Is that a line from? <laughs> Master Yoda? Yeah. So I guess my question is, if Baby Yoda is 50 years old, what has he been doing as a baby for 50 years? Cooing and... Yeah. And just gone. kind of yeah. just being... I mean, what if... It, I mean, if it took him... Maybe it just took him 50 years to get to that stage, which means he was like an even younger, harder so to like care a, for. a little egg. Or yeah. he couldn't like... Years. He probably couldn't waddle around and eat stuff on his own. He was probably, you know... He probably... Like 25 years ago, he was probably like completely you know bundled and couldn't yeah. i don't know who knows <clears throat> well we're gonna have to find out in the trilogy you know the sequel trilogy and yeah out yes you know, can't wait that's every, the, ryan, the ryan johnson year, one actually, yeah is the baby in yoda the trilogy. Baby, baby yoda. <laughs> so what happens in episode two episode two is um called the child i believe and it's them kind of embarking uh back to turn the bounty in he gets attacked by other hunters it turns out and is kind of going along until he meets, um, he gets attacked by an, uh, when he lands these like giant, like piranha demon things. Uh-huh. These like weird, like st- these, like the mounts member, they're like big, like fish chicken yes. things. And, um, he gets all beat up and finds out that he can't get where he's going without, uh, the mount he needs. Right. That's yeah. the, uh, but the whole impetus for this whole is thing is that, um, I feel like I'm getting the the order of things wrong with the Jawas in this episode. He gets attacked by the 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 steeds that he needs, and then he meets Nick Nolte, who yeah. <laughs> is it Nick Nolte? Yeah, that's so funny because it's like he kind of looks like yeah, I know, I know. Nolte. Um, <laughs> that's so I didn't realize that. So he tells him that he that's like he needs it to get across that certain right. So he says like I'll take half. Uh, you know, like he agrees to help him. He mm-hmm. says I'll take half. He goes, you want half of the bounty? He says no, I want half the you know, whatever the animals that he, and part of the problem is that the whole Valley has been in upheaval because of the people looking for this Mark and causing problems for him and the surrounding area. So they, he helps him learn how to, they go through a whole taming montage of Mm -hmm. taming the, the beast and, helps him ride back and so when he goes back to his ship his ship has been stripped by the jawas Jawas. that's why i was kind of thrown off um and they've like completely stripped it he has a really awesome gun which i believe is a reference to the star wars holiday special that's the first time boba fett was introduced which is before empire Uh it's like between new hope and empire there's the quality special boba fett's an animated segment and he has this long gun with the forked end Mm -hmm. so it's really cool that they gave him that kind of there's like disruptor sniper rifle yeah in fact yeah and they even said Horatio's character even says like, oh, I'm not going to get home in time for Life Day. And that's like yeah. the holiday they're celebrating. So they're really, Favreau was like, I need to be able to say Life Day. I yeah. Need, you need to let me make it canon, um, which is horrific to think of that whole Chewie family might be canon now. Um, but they, he kills a couple of them and yeah. tries to catch up 
with Baby Yoda flying. He's got the like, little the little like projected like it's a it's like a little bassinet, egg, a little egg bassinet, and it follows him like on like kind of electronic lead, like it's sort of an invisible uh, tether. Um, but he tries to scale and fight the Jawas. There is a cartoonish bonk sound when one of them throws something on his helmet. It's like. Like yeah it's, just... it's well it's a very funny like he's climbing up the side of their ship and they're like just throwing trash at him but out the windows not, like it's not like super badass like he's going slow yeah trying he's getting hit with so much crap he's getting like taste it's just it's very funny to me that they're just like throwing junk out the like windows yeah. at him and then he eventually reaches the top and they all shoot him and so he just like he also like takes like one of those like cartoon like Wiley Coyote falls where he like gets like, zapped and just goes he's just like yeah. limp it's like a stun yeah like a bunch of stun bolts and, hit him I mean did you did you all catch that when the job was shot they all um in union said Utini did like they the, yeah that's I'm pretty so sure, yeah. good the classic man the classic Utini they got me so he um, he he gets well he wakes up eventually hmm. baby Yoda's next to him and he goes back to uh Nick Nolte I wish I remember his character. I'm just going to call him Nick Nolte, but yeah. he goes back to him. Nick Nolte knows how to talk to the He's, Jawas. He, he barters with them all the time anyway. So he goes with the Mandalorian to get his stuff back. Mm-hmm. They say they will trade him. First, they want his armor. Then they want Baby Yoda. Then they want Baby Yoda. And then he they decide they'll take an egg of some yeah, the egg. beast. Yeah. And so he goes to get the egg from this beast. He's getting his butt kicked by it. Suddenly, Baby Yoda... Such a little proclivity for the force. The force. Um, I love that. That's another like dirty battle. I just love how like <clears throat> on the ground gritty. Yeah, it is not like gritty in like a crazy way. It's it's not like gory. It's, um, it's not like insane. It's muddy. It's muddy. It's very muddy. But it's yeah. good. I like that though. It's very. It's more real. I like that. Um, yeah. But yeah. He he gives him kind of the assist with the force hold and then uh kills the mud horn yeah and brings the egg back and you're like are they gonna hatch the mud horn or use it for a ceremony or it's like no no they just eat they just eat the egg they yeah just eat it <laughs> stick it in their empty void of a, of they're a just hood. very hungry yeah they, yeah i mean like my i always thought that the jawas were wearing like a, a black mask really i always assumed it was just supposed to be like you couldn't see their they features were just shrouded in yeah. darkness i guess i just thought that because like in the original trilogy or in the fir- a new hope uh, you could like see the like bit. black cloth on their face hmm. in some scenes hmm. so they might have ret- just been they've retconned things like that where they're like <laughs> kind of try to explain away why certain things look a certain way and stuff but like i don't know that's always interesting to me because i I've always assumed it was like it's meant to look like you can only see the bright of their eyes. I assume that there's some sort of face, but it's just like sure. dark, dark, it, dark. It doesn't yeah. uh, reflect any maybe whatsoever. Yeah, no light yeah. can bounce off of it. Yeah, so anyway. they they take they get the stuff back. Mm-hmm. The Nick Nolte helps they them rebuild the ship, completely perfectly rebuild the ship. Yeah, <laughs> and Nick Nolte yes. also does this thing with his whenever he's done talking, he says I have spoken, or mm-hmm. so that. I, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting character thing that he does whenever dude, he's on the shirts now, dude. Yeah. I have spoken. And so he helps him rebuild the ship. He keeps trying to give him money for like helping him. I thought this was leading up to him doing something like devious to mm. the Mandalorian. Cause he's like, he felt guilty about it or something. Well, he's just like, here's please take half of the money. He's like, I don't want your money. I just wanted stability back in my, well, and he said like, I'll take half initially. And then I think when he realized that he was able to actually bring peace, he was kind of like, well, this is worth it. Yeah. More. I thought for sure. I thought what was going to happen is he was going to take off and realize that like baby Yoda wasn't in the back. I think he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> this is actually a uh, Snoke. He just like 
double red yeah. lightsaber comes out in the as he flies away. It's off. It's off screen a little bit. You weren't supposed to see it. <laughs> so we got episode, but the, but the effect was done. Yeah, it's a deleted scene on to, the side of the. We go to episode three. Yes, where he's delivering Baby Yoda back to Werner Herzog. God, damn you, Mandalorian! And throughout the episode, so he delivers him back. Werner Herzog, like you said, sort of gives us like mischievous devious you know you get like a real like what's he gonna do with baby yoda sort of thing and he even asks something like what's gonna happen and he's like oh you he kind of it's not in the code yeah, he kind of says character. like you're not supposed to ask that kind of stuff yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. so he goes back to carl weathers who also imparts on him like don't don't worry about it well he also says everyone here hates you because right. they all they all i gave every one of them a fob and you're the only one who did it yeah and we forgot he rolls in in brand new Mandalorian armor. Well, he goes and meets with the other Mandalorians. Yes, the and um, he yeah he gets new armor made. So I guess in this time he must have imparted to them that he was feeling guilty about this thing because toward, you know we'll fast forward to the end he rescues Baby Yoda from Werner Herzog, mm-hmm. takes out a bunch of his Imperial guards and stuff, and he is trying to make it back to his ship and he's ambushed by all Carl Weathers and all the bounty hunters. hunters and he's overwhelmed and then the other Mandalorians all show up to save the day. They come out of hiding because they're only supposed to be like one of them out at a time. They're such a small group. Yeah. But they uh, they rock their world. They're, yeah. Um, it was awesome especially like who that whoever that big brute Mandalorian is. Yeah. Badass. Yes. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. So they have this like very cool and like huge fight scene between all the bounty hunters and all the Mandalorians and uh, there's a saying in the Mandalorian, I guess, religion, like, this is the way. Yeah. So when he's like, you're going to have to, you know, like, why are you doing this? You're going to have to, you're all going to relocate. He says, this is the way. Yeah. And so he, had, he, because of what he had done for the Mandalorians, because the armor, the metal, the, the best car, is it best car? Best yes. That he got is a Mandalorian metal. It's like, it's purposeful to them. And not only that, but like helpful, literally. Yeah. So not only is he able to use from it stuff to make brand new armor to keep himself protected, but it goes towards other foundlings, other Mandalorians that are being brought into the fold to like towards their helmets and stuff. Yeah. So I think it was sort of like they realized the debt he had paid, even if maybe in their society, like a foundling isn't as like true as a sure. real, you know, true blood. And the fact that they were willing to like, yeah, basically expose their cell and have to start over because of his actions, mm-hmm. breaking the... That's going to be interesting because now he is a Mandalorian that is out in the universe and known as a bounty hunter, but a bounty hunter that, if there's witnesses, broke the code. Yeah. I didn't see uh, Werner kick the bucket. And also Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah, also still so, active in this world. So yeah. he <clears throat> gets to his ship. Carl Weathers is aboard and, you know. Confronts him. Confronts him. He ends up using the carbonite to, like, distract him oh. and then shoots him off the off the ship. Yes, I forgot the... Uh, <laughs> That old uh, trope. Yeah. The old best The old carbonite <laughs> smoke. Um, and so he shoots him off the ship, takes off, and then you kind of see as a, like a codex, um, not a codex, what's the... Coda? Coda. Um, that Carl Weathers is still kicking around and breathing. Well, the, that's, yeah. He yeah, had the he metal had, in his... Uh, in his pocket. Right, a, right atop his heart. Yeah. Yes. The, the old uh, Flanders wearing a Bible. Exactly, yes. And a piece of the original cross. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> um so he survives and then yeah he takes off and it's like a it it's interesting that because you know we decided to watch the three episodes because we were recording today mm. and like this one really does end with like a you know like the end you know like yeah like this was act 
like the end of act one like it wasn't like a cliffhanger it was just like this was you know like he takes off into space yeah and they've shown whole characters in the promotions that haven't shown up yet so i was sort of excited that there's going to be maybe that's sort of how they designed it i'm I'm sure i just thought it was interesting that like we decided to watch three episodes and at the end of the third episode it felt like an ending not like a the end but like a good stopping point for us to like talk about it that's great yeah it's i'm glad that that was my plan all along wow robert (laughs) uh what did you guys think of the mandalorian so far i I really really enjoyed it i i thought this was a a strong showing from disney towards like something like this episodic something that hopefully stays low stakes like i don't want baby yoda to be (laughs) yoda or something where it's going to change the canon the timeline not that i really give a crap but it's like this stuff seems fun to me where you have a million little stories that you could tell in this universe and they don't have to be you don't want like epic in scale you don't want the mandalorian to like inadvertently like be responsible for like snoke or something i mean that would be uh, my point is that ultimately i don't really care what story elements they're gonna add like i might be disappointed by the new movie who knows they're gonna and that's canon like who cares but like that doesn't actually matter just enjoy whatever movie or story you want but i i like and i like the appeal of a story that feels like more disconnected where like i don't I don't know, think this is Tatooine. There was rain at one point. The Jawas are different, have a different color cloak. What planet are they on? What's going on? Is this canyon yet? Who knows? Maybe they're doing that purposefully to keep it kind of like just amalgamate. I don't know. Like, I don't know why it should matter. I would rather see little swings like this. Yeah. I, I like when they take a little chance. Not, and not that it's not full of fan service and everything that makes a Star Wars person go, oh, but. I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. Really what about you, Colin? It. Yeah. Um, so I'm liking it. It's, as Robert said, it is there are a million stories that could be told in the Star Wars universe. And I was actually thinking earlier, I was like, they're filling so much in, but there's really limitless amount of stories. There's a limitless amount of stories you can tell in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just thinking, it was like, you know, at some point, they're going to totally mine out the original trilogy and sequel trilogies for like canon references, like every pizza or spaghetti strainer in that's shown up as a prop on the movie. Yeah, and, like oh, the document yes. is like this was the device that. Ugh, well, you know, do you notice that, that the and, the thing that the metal was in that the best car was in was, was like this a, white kind of container that opened up? Thing or that's the ice cream machine, which in it. I mean, famous, but there's a guy when Cloud City's under attack and people are running oh, through right. the halls who's carrying like a white thing like that. Yeah. It's an actual from back in the day, like ice cream maker. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So everyone's kind of like, this guy's trying to get his ice cream out of Cloud City, I guess. <laughs> and now they've made it this opening cargo container that yeah. can have any sort of useful whatever. Who, uh, he was fun. that 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 was with the Death Star plans that he was now canonically. <laughs> but I do like that. I did perk up. I was like, I know what that thing is. That's yeah. like a container of some sort. There's something in there. It that looks in- like a Star Wars container. It's cool. And, I like it. And um, yeah, I, I like that um, this show is developing characters and, yeah. and it is totally not related to the Skywalker Skywalkers and, and there's the force, but it's not, it's, it's not connected to the force as we know it in the, tr- see, the original it, trilogy. It's amazing to them, which is refreshing. Yeah. Cause yeah. when you see the movie through the eyes of the, with all the Jedi, it's sort of like, that's just what they can do all the time. Yeah. Even if it's amazing. So the fact that he says like, tell me again, what the child, what happened? What did the yeah. child do? And he's like, I don't know if I know myself. Yeah. It's like, like it's, it it's conceivable that like on the far ed- edges of the galaxy that they would have never seen the force. Well, I, and I think people complained about that with force awakens that like what she didn't, you know, 
the Fort Luke is real. People don't know this. And it's like, I feel like people don't realize that like, there's whole stories in Star Wars about physically bringing a message to people. So mm-hmm. it's not like the way we think about it nowadays where like you would beam stuff to other planets instantaneously. It feels more like World War II carrier pitches and, and stuff like yeah. that where it's like, it's hard to make, like they're looking for maps all the time, like physical, actual things. So it makes sense to me that that, that would be the the kind of the, the weight of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really, I enjoyed it. Um, I noticed at least in this last episode, the third episode is that it really reminded me of a scene, the, the, um, the scene where, where, um, the bounties, the bounty gets flipped and all of a sudden the Mandalorian has a bounty on him Mm -hmm. is straight out of John wick too. Oh, it's like the exact same scene where, um, John wick is basically like excommunicated from the like assassins guild and becomes a target and, immediately. and he becomes a target. And then like the assassins kind of start coming out of the woodwork mm. and, and all converging on him. It was pretty much the same scene. And I'm not saying I'm not like, this isn't a knock against the show. I'm just sure. like, it's like, wow, this is really the parallels similar. are. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar. And it's like poetry. It, it rhymes. It's yes. And, and in a good way, <laughs> it yeah. rhymes in a good way. And, I agree. And um, I did have to make, I have to make a terrible joke about the Mandalorian's armor because oh. um, because it's nice and silver. It looks like stainless steel. Mm-hmm. It's it's um Mandalorian DeLorean armor. <laughs> Boy, well that is certainly not up to the standard of the jokes that we tell on this show. Yeah. So uh, we'll be edited out. Waiting doors open up, and it has also yeah. has a uh, Mister Fusion processor on the back. Yeah. So can time <laughs> and, travel and. Eventually, Mandalorians we know have the ability to, f- to fly. Eventually, and they so grow a jetpack. Where the Mandalorian is going, well, he m- might not need roads. Wow! Oh, well, you know what? That was a that was a good that was good. That was pretty good. Uh, that was good. You set Call? that one up. Solid bitch. We don't need Max anymore. <laughs> um, what about you, Andrew? What do you think? I liked it a lot. You know, I'm not as you said. You weren't. You know. This wasn't like the reason you needed to because I don't even sure. remember if you were you were kind of on the fence about Disney Plus um, initially, or maybe I'm yeah. not so precious about Star Wars stuff that like you know I like Star Wars enough, but it's never been my jam exactly. But um, ride or die, Star yeah. Wars. I liked it. You know, I think it's yeah. like it's it's got fun aspects. It's got good action. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few. You know, like when he's fighting the what's the what's the beast that he's trying to get the egg from the Mudhorn. The Mudhorn. There's some like a little bit of bad cgi in that but overall like everything looks at least semi-practical in terms of the effects and stuff Seems so pretty, like yeah it like the the production budget was probably high and it looks good yeah that's good. um and pedro pascal who plays the the mandalorian i think is doing a great job of sort of like be, being understated but also like his intentions are coming through in what he's saying. Yeah, it's a really yeah, it's a good performance when you have to have when your you whole can't face. you cannot see his face, so there's yeah. like no way to read his emotions on his face, and so like to act only through your words and to be so like understated, especially because he's playing sort of like a Clint Eastwood like Western right. badass. Yeah, and so like everything he says has to be kind of put through this filter of like, does this sound tough enough? Mm-hmm. And to like also start to convey like concern and you know like they're like we have you four to one he's like i like those odds yeah so i think he's like he's doing a great job i like the first three episodes i will continue to watch it baby yoda is fucking cute as hell i will say oh my god yes. what, uh, we didn't even yeah. really like talk about it's that but like it cute. yeah it was like 
day one practically like if you didn't watch Disney Plus at midnight when the Landalorian watched like you were missing out and I was like okay cool but I honestly wasn't sure they weren't going to drop him off and then that would be that yeah so the fact that they made him sort of a lone wolf and cub companion for through the second one I was like oh I'm on board he was so the faces he was making Werner Herzog apparently cried on set well he so did you hear that they wanted to replace it with a CGI at oh. a certain point and Werner Herzog said you're cowards that's a mistake oh my. <laughs> 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 and then he used a force joke on them yeah if you only understood that Dark Herzog <laughs> Do you know if I, if you put uh, the baby Yoda in the in the wilderness with the grizzly man? Oh no, he would he could he could handle himself actually. Yeah, yeah. But using the force does tucker him out. That big, does big yeah. long nap. Got to take a big nap after the force. He needs to, um, um, replenish his. Well, I'm so glad they didn't do that because yeah, he did he did light the internet on on fire. Yeah, it's on fire. It is on fire. Yeah, and yeah, I will. I am also looking forward to continuing to watch. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's gonna be fun. I'm. You could say I'm thankful for the Mandalorian and Disney Plus. <laughs> That's what you'll be saying at Thanksgiving. That's what I'm. Hey, yeah, in the barrel now. Yeah. Okay. We've all talked about family and friends. Can we talk about what we're really thankful for? Content. Disney Plus and okay. the Mandalorian. I will probably say I'm thankful for Baby Yoda. <laughs> And confused people. Are. Yeah, this is a little preview for anybody who's at Robert's uh, Thanksgiving. I just love dinner. being a little stinker. I'm just oh. gonna ruin d- a din- dinner by talking about Baby yes. Yoda. Yes. All right. Well, Colin, thanks for coming on. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, come back whenever you want. Even just we won't tell Max when we're recording. You can just show up instead. Yeah. Oh, I'll just hide under the, the table. That's great. Okay. That's, That's great, great. arrangement. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody in the U.S. and out of the U.S. Uh, happy you Thursday! It. Yeah, yeah. Happy Thursday! Happy yeah. um, World Day is what, ha- Life Day. Life Day. Life Day. Happy Life Day, happy everybody. Life Day to all. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.